Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Leading Life Large with your host, Rob Braun. Are you living a life other than completely fulfilled in business, romance, finances, and more? Maybe a life without real purpose or direction? Let Rob shine the light where you need it most. He will push and challenge you, motivate and inspire you, and most importantly, cheer you on to success. So lean in, tune in, and enjoy your time with Rob Braun and Leading Life Large. Good morning and welcome to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun, and this is your weekly opportunity to tune in Monday to find out what it is for you that you can continue to taking a look at in your life that is keeping success in whatever endeavor you're going after elusive, keeping success not attainable for you. If you've been following along the last several weeks, you know that what I've been doing is helping you to hit the next year, 2013, hit the ground running, so to speak, where you've actually done the work, you've taken a look at what's gotten in the way of your successes in the past, and if you will, have got the tools then to be able to move forward and do just that. And so we're going to continue with that today. And today what what I'm going to be bringing in is talking about our attitude of money, talking about getting our attitude right with money, because money is one of those topics that, Money is one of those topics that, that, as I mentioned in the write-up, it, it creates a lot of stress for people. It's one of, those, one of those things that if we don't pay attention to our attitude, pay attention to our relationship with our money, it is, it's going to whack us out. And many of you can probably relate to some of the things I'm about to share with you. My, my past and my history with money, uh, money was a source of pain. Rarely was it a source of joy. I know for me, uh, going back to when I was growing up, money was always about not having it. And not having it meant there were things that we were going to do without. My mom was a waitress. My dad was a mechanic. If you know anything about the mechanic world, uh, we lived in snow country, so during the wintertime, people don't really go get the cars worked on unless they're simply not starting. Um, but they don't get the brakes checked uh, driving in the snow. They don't do any of that stuff. They just wait till the snow thaws and and so there were many months where, where it was lean for us. And the reality is we were always without. We were always doing without. We were always struggling. Um, at least that's the way it got framed. Um, I know there were times when my dad made good money during the summer months, and, you know, he had times in his, in his business life where, you know, he made more than other times. But the, but the general overall theme was lack. And the general overall theme was that money was – something that needed to be earned, worked hard for, and that if people had money where they didn't appear to work hard for it, then there was something wrong with them. Then they had, um, they had probably cheated or lied or swindled or done something. One of my dad's favorite things used to be that uh, people with money got it off the backs of hardworking men, and he wouldn't even include women in that one. It was all about hardworking men. So this, is, this was, for me, the beginning of, so much so that when uh, when I was nearing the end of high school, actually a year before I was graduating, a Navy recruiter came out and, you know, they started talking about, you know, if you can't afford to go to college, uh, here's a way for you to be able to get an instant career, get education. In fact, we'll pay you for it. And I saw that as my only option, my only option, because 
we didn't have enough money for me or anyone else to be going to college. I was the oldest, so I was going to be the first one. So what began very, very early on was this, was an attitude or relationship with money or maybe even a lack of a relationship with money. And that went on for years. Um, I was in the military. I know that my, my first wife and I, Paula, we were always barely getting by. We were always just making ends meet um, to the point where there were even times, especially early on in my Navy career, there were times when um, at the first of the month, one of our local recreation centers would have a food line where if you brought your electric bill, um, it was for the military people that you could go and pick up your cheese and your milk and your meat and your eggs and, and all your little staples, you know, for that month. That's what it was like for us. And, and she was great at making $20 stretch, and, but that's how we lived. But that's how we lived, and we didn't see, you know, money coming any other way. And even back then, I had gotten involved in some business adventures. I'd been involved and had been invited to, you know, multi-MLM, uh, you know, multi-level marketing company, and it was going to be an opportunity to be able to make money and have our dreams and all that. And because of my attitude around money, my relationship with money, there was no way that was going to happen because I still saw money as something that was elusive, not part of what was going to be able to happen for me. I saw it as a struggle. I saw it as something that was painful and was grateful when we had just enough and, you know, resentful that there wasn't more, you know, for us to do some of the things that we, we imagined that people who had money got to do, buy new cars and buy homes and stuff like that. Even when, as I, as I move forward, even when I got in a position where I was able to buy a home, was able to buy a car, there was something still about my relationship with money that was askew uh, because what I will share with you is there was a point when everything that I had gained all went away at some point. My business, any money in savings was gone. Uh, I even got to a point where, uh, gosh, we're talking about, I'm not sure how many years ago now, 10, 10 to 15 years, somewhere in there, there was a point when money had gotten to a point where I wasn't able to make car payment, uh, income wasn't coming in, my business was failing. Um, there were, you know, life events, and those of you that know my story know that there are certain things that happened in my life where um, they just took over, and money became the, the thing that, if you will, measured uh, how, how far gone my life had gotten. And it got to the point where a car was repossessed, I was living in a room in someone else's house. I mean, it, it all came down to where, you know, all the residuals that were coming into my business were no longer coming in. And it, and it, it, it brought me, if you will, face-to-face -face with money, face-to-face -face with my relationship with money. And I'll tell you what, what really began to turn things for me. One, I had some events happen in life that just woke me up. It woke me up to... Uh, no longer willing to live my life the way that I had lived and not having things come in. That was one thing. Another was I went out and started to talk with other people about money. I wanted to learn about it. I talked with friends that, that seemed to have a good relationship with money, and I learned from them. I, I learned from them their attitude about it, what they've learned about making money and attracting money and keeping the flow of money and, you know, if you will, the, the energy of money. And then at about the same time, I also read a book. And I've subsequently read other books about abundance and finances and, and relationship with money. But this is the one that really, 
really woke me up to the possibility around money. There's a book by Robert Scheinfeld, and it's called Busting Loose from the Money Game. And I encourage it for any of you that is struggling with your relationship with money. That doesn't mean you don't have money flowing in. Um, Robert Scheinfeld talks about Robert Scheinfeld. Um, he talks about in the book where what inspired this book wasn't that he didn't have money. What inspired this book was that he had a lot of money, and he was afraid that it wasn't enough. He had nine digits, right, nine figures sitting in the bank after selling a company, and he was living in perpetual fear, constant fear that somehow he wasn't going to be able to keep it, somehow it wasn't going to be able to be enough. And what he realizes, there's something very wrong with my relationship with money if I've got more than $100 million in the bank and I'm afraid I don't have enough. I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to hold on to it. I'm afraid somehow the government or taxes or, you know, the economy somehow is going to eat away at it. And that it was a really interesting perspective. So, and the beauty is he doesn't write the book like um, this is only for those of you that can relate to and understand what it's like to have more than $100 million in the bank. He wrote it for everybody. And, and the, the essence of it is, is really checking and changing our relationship with money. Now, he, he gets a little existential in it, and it, that may or may not be for you. But if you can get – actually, forget about getting past that because there's, there's a lot of truth that he speaks about whether you believe in him or not. And, and he really talks about – this is the first time I began to understand about the attraction of money and how there is no limit to money or finances or abundance that we don't set ourselves. There is no limit. Those are all self-perpetuated, and where they come from is – what I shared with you earlier, they come from our story. They come from our belief. Uh, we even take on society's belief, right? Um, I talk a lot about this in my talks right now about how we, as, a, as an entire society, we have been whacked out and wigged out by the headlines in the newspaper beginning around 2007 about our economy. There was a job crisis and then there's the housing crisis and and. It doesn't mean there aren't real things happening going on around us, but what happens is we allow that to drive our business. We allow that to drive our phone sales. We allow that to drive our conversations. We allow it to drive our attitude around our relationship with money. And and I'll have to tell you, one of the things I said in the moment this all started to crumble around us, I'm going to talk about the the so-called current economic climate, uh, that we want to blame on the presidency or – not blame on the, on the former president, but we definitely want to blame it on the current president. He's the reason we're in this situation. And I'm going to say the reason we're in this situation is because we're all buying into it. We're all letting our attitudes, we're all letting our thoughts go right along with where the headlines want to take us. And, and this may be violating some of your sensibilities, but the truth is our relationship with money is going to have such an impact on our ability to build attract money to us. I've got a good friend out there, Grant Cardone, who talks about prosperity and money and sales and success out there. And one of the, one of the favorite things he shares that, uh, with all of us out there, he talks about creating our own economy. Now, it doesn't mean um, ignoring all the factors out there, but what it means is stop letting what's going on out there dictate our activity dictate our attitude, dictate our thoughts, dictate our belief and our ability to draw and attract money. Because here's what I know to be true. I still have clients sending me checks because they have money and they're purchasing service or products from me and my company 
because they need them for them to be able to thrive and succeed in their own business endeavors or whatever it is they're striving for. So people are spending money. People have money for the products and services that we have to offer out there. We've simply got to believe. So when, I, when we talk about relationship with money, this is at the tail end of everything I've been talking with you about for going on two months right now. And if you're just joining, you need to, you need to go back and listen in on Blog Talk Radio um, or on YouTube, right, wherever I, I put those. I know they're on Blog Talk and we started on YouTube. But get back and listen to those because what I share with you is, if you will, a, a recipe for success by taking a look at all the things that keep us from moving forward. Now, today is going to be the last in that, in that part of it where we're taking a look at what's kept us from. Beginning next week, I'm going to, we're going to move forward. Now we're going to jump into what do you want. We're going to jump into what are you going after. We're going to jump into actually going after what you want. But until you and I can go get what we want, succeed where we want to succeed, whatever that is, whether we're wanting to get in ourselves into great physical shape or we're wanting to get ourselves in financial order or get our relationships in order, whatever that is, there are things that we've got to do. And, again, go back and listen to them. I talk about attitude. I talk about, um, I talk about our stories. I talk about our relationships. And we, we spend some time in relationships. I talk about all those things we've got to get in order. And money is one of them. If you and I cannot get our relationship right with money, I can write business plans. I can start making phone calls and asking my clients to buy my products and services. If I'm not right with money, I'm not going to draw money. I'm always going to see the limit. I'm always going to talk myself out of sale. I'm not going to make some phone calls because I'm going to, I'm going to tell myself that, you know, that company can't afford a bill to, to hire me. So I'm going to talk myself out of it. I'm going to create limits. I'm going to impose limit on a potential client. I'm going to impose limit on the economy. I'm going to impose limit on a particular industry. And that's because my attitude about money, my relationship with money is not right. My relationship with money is going to drive, is going to dictate, is going to if you will, influence heavily my ability to attract money. And I'm not for a moment suggesting I got money wired. One of the things um, some people will hear me say is I like talking about money. I like talking about money because I like keeping it in front of me. I like keeping my relationship with money in front of me because my relationship sometimes still wanes. Sometimes it goes back to old attitudes. Sometimes it goes back to limiting beliefs. And I want to be able to catch myself. I want to be able to catch myself and go, ooh, look at me. I'm falling back into buying into, you know, maybe people don't have enough money for what I've got or there's not going to be enough money or there's some kind of limit to money, which I know, I know deep down in myself, I know that's not true. But sometimes I fall back on that. It's what Robert Steinland calls falling back into phase one of the human game where we actually believe there's limitations. Phase two is that there are no limits. Phase two of the human game is that, is that life is fully, fully abundant, that there is no limitation that other than what we create and what he calls our bubbles, our little thought bubbles. So I have got to constantly keep my relationship with money in front of me so I don't fall back into that. And a mantra that I use all the time when uh, maybe there's not cash flow coming in or maybe there's not um, work in the pipeline, and like honestly, where I am right now, um, at the end of the year, um, a lot of the jobs that we had were coming to a close. 
we've got some getting started. We've, we've got a couple of companies we started up with, and we've got a whole bunch more we're going to start in January. Well, I'm not satisfied with that. So, like I've been talking with everybody, don't lose momentum. We still have, you know, nearly a well, we, no, we've got over a full month left before the year is at the end. And so my mantra for myself is, it's time for me to start creating money. It's time for me to start creating money. It's time for me to shift my attitude in. There's still people spending money. People still need services. People still need to um, help them to reach their, their end-of-year goals and then obviously be looking at next year and moving forward. So it, it's about me being in a right relationship with my money. My invitation to you this week, as we move into next week, because when we, when we get together next week, it'll be December 3rd, we're going to have one month, one powerful, full-on month to go. We have got to get our relationship with our money right. So my invitation to you is, is to really explore for yourself this week. And one thing I'm going to tell you is this is not a seven-day gig where in the next seven days you're going to be beautiful and solid with money. If you've been struggling with it, you've been struggling with it for a lifetime. If you're struggling today with it, it's a lifetime of stories, a lifetime of misbeliefs, misconceptions, poor attitudes, lack mentality. And I'm not accusing. I carry all those myself. But until we learn to counter that, they're going to work this over. What I can also share with you is that it's not a quick shift. But the deal is if you don't start now, you'll never get there. You will never get to making the kind of money that you're fully capable of and is out there. And one of the things I love, um, if you watch the film uh, The Secret, don't get hooked on it, but if you watch the film The Secret, one of the things I love in there is that the universe doesn't know about time. The universe doesn't go, hmm, you're asking for $100,000? Well, that takes about, you know, 6 to 12 months to bring $100,000 there. The universe doesn't look at it that way. I could hit a button and hit send, and there could be, a thousand people ready to spend a hundred dollars on a program that I'll be offering, and is my math right? Hundred thousand, yeah, thousand people, hundred. I've just created a hundred thousand dollars, and all it took was a push of a button. And if it's the right time for these thousand people out there, then it's right time. And suddenly, bam! My bank account's got a hundred thousand dollars in there. So the universe doesn't care about time; it doesn't at all. And that that was a beautiful lesson that I got. So it doesn't matter that there's only you know, 30-some days left in the year. If you're still working towards some financial goals, go for it. Uh, Grant Cardone, again, one of the things he says I just saw recently is get your foot off the brake and hit the gas. It's time to accelerate, not time to slow down. We still have more than a month left in this year. It is time to pick it up, especially when everyone, like, done eating and they let all their Thanksgiving, you know, dinners digest. It's Monday. Let's go, man. Let's get going. Thanksgiving is done. It's behind us. Let's keep going. Let's move forward. Let's, let's end the year super strong. Let's start paying attention to our relationship with our money and not let it drive and dictate not only the rest of the year, but moving forward. So I highly recommend um, any successful person out there I know is reading books. Um, my marketing team, my good uh, guy, Charles, He's already let me know that one of his objectives every year when he goes in is to read two books a month. That's 26 books on the year. That's pretty amazing. Now, I'm not sure if he's really going to hit that. And I think he even said he may not hit it, but he was striving for it. And it was a good thing, which meant he read books all year long. So if you're not reading to improve, get on that one too. So a book I highly recommend, Robert Scheinlin. And, and, and Robert and I don't know each other, so he doesn't know I'm endorsing him out there. But what I know is 
that was a book that began to really help me to shift my attitude and my relationship with money. And I'm sure there's some other great books out there, too, around money. That happens to be my favorite. That happens to be the one that made the most sense to me and was exactly what I needed because I needed something drastic because my money attitude and my relationship was bad. It was not good. We were disconnected. And it was that work, that book, that got me connected again. It got me connected at some really tough times. It wasn't a financial windfall that came in and went, all right, I feel good about money again. It was when money was not coming in that I learned to get right with money. And what a beautiful, painful time it was. But let me share with you. The first year after spending that, that, that year before really diving into Robert's work and diving into my own relationship with money and talking with my friends, that next year, the very beginning of the year, I set a financial goal a goal that was more than twice what I had ever made in a year. And I set a goal on January 1st, told my wife what that goal was. We went to Disneyland, went to the happiest place on earth to start our year. January 2nd, I went out and got myself a bitchin' haircut. I felt really good about myself and went to work. I hit that financial goal that I set for myself for that year, a goal that was more than twice what I had ever made before, I, I hit that amount on October 21st of that year. So in less than 10 months, I had reached a goal that I had never even come close to getting half of before because I shifted my attitude and my relationship with money. It works. So, and I haven't slowed down since. So with that, get some time for yourself. Explore. Talk with others. Uh, get some time with yourself to ask yourself the questions what your relationship with money is. Are there stories around money? Are there limits that you impose around money? Are you sitting with a baggage uh, ship, meaning a bunch of bills, and going, I have no idea how to get these things taken care of? One of the things that can happen is you can also change your relationship on how you write those checks. In appreciation, it's one of Robert Shiland's appreciation. I appreciate the electric company for making sure I've got lights. I appreciate the mortgage company for making sure I've got my home. I appreciate... Um, paying off this credit card because this credit card, they allowed me to go ahead and secure a debt with them that allowed me to go ahead and, I don't know, buy this computer ahead of time so I could use it to start making money and now I feel good about paying that back and showing appreciation. See, it's just a shift in attitude right there. Um, allow me to help you with that. Um, and, and what I'm saying is uh, I may not be the brightest guy on the planet around money, but I've learned a ton about it. I've learned a lot about my own relationship with it, and I use it in my coaching practice, and I use it in my teaching, and I help other business folks and other people on the planet. I help them get right with their relationship with money. If there's a way that I can support you, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, you've got my phone number, 951-234-3351. Um, you can email me, Rob, with two Bs, at theleadershipsource.com, or you can respond here on YouTube. Um, go, to, go to the social networks, Facebook, any of those. Write me anywhere. Um, let me know you're having struggles with your relationship with money. Let me support you in that. Um, it's one of those things that um, just a few shifts and a few um, uh, shifts in, in the dialogue that we have with money can, can make huge, huge difference in that. But don't put it off. As I end with every program, tomorrow is not promised. Remember, begin today. Begin today to start taking a look at how you are in relationship with money. What is your attitude about money? And if there's, if there's something askew there, if it's not right, let's get working on it because it will keep you from financial successes for this next year.
So, again, I'm Rob Brom. This has been Leading Life Large. I thank you for tuning in, whether it's blog talk, radio, or YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. And, and let me know how I can support you. Communicate with me. Let me know how I can help support you getting your attitude right. And if you haven't done so, go back. Go back to October 1st, whatever that first week, first week was. Listen to those programs and get yourself caught up. Because everything I talked about beginning the first week of October, we began a 90-day, here's the things that you need to do, that I need to do to both set us, you and I, up for success for this next year. So get back and listen to those. And let me know how I can support you in anything. That's my purpose here on the planet. So with that, thanks for joining me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, being a part of this following. I appreciate the increase in followers. I'm glad you're getting something out of it. Now do something with it. With that, signing off, have a fantastic day.